0: and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
1: Hi, I'm Lawrence Telaglio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance.
3: From the Evening Standard in London, I'm John Weeks, and this is The Leader. London Fashion Week is back. A plethora of celebs made an appearance, including Sienna Miller, who debuted her baby bump in a Scaparelli two-piece at Condé Nast's Vogue World event at the Theatre Drury Lane. Also, the likes of Kate Winslet, Stormzy, Victoria Beckham and Princess Beatrice were all present for the hour-long performance, featuring the London Musical Theatre Orchestra, Stormzy himself, and a finale by Annie Lennox, featuring Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Christy Turlington and Linda Evangelista. And it was a pricey event to be at. Guests paid between £160 and £600 for tickets. But proceeds will be donated to a selection of arts and cultural organisations, including the Royal Ballet, National Theatre and National Youth Orchestra. This September's London Showcase, which continues through until Tuesday, comes amid a continuing cost-of-living struggle in the capital. It's something impacting the people of London, as well as some of the independent designers, too, who are finding more sustainable and innovative ways to develop their products and creations as a result. Caroline Rush, CEO of the British Fashion Council, recently revealed that the cost-of-living crisis is having an impact and called the trading environment for businesses challenging. She said brands that would normally support young designer shows Have pulled back on their marketing spend which means that independent creative businesses with tiny teams are having to be more resourceful than ever there was some good news for up-and-coming designers this week though on wednesday the government announced two million pounds will go towards the ongoing british fashion council new gen program which supports emerging designers Plus, Caroline explains that often in the hardest of times, creativity explodes even further, saying that designers in London are challenging the norms of what's happening elsewhere in the world. So, how much does London Fashion Week really do for the capital in terms of both the profile for the city and the economic boost that comes with it? Joining me now is Victoria Moss, the Evening Standards Fashion Director. So, Victoria, London Fashion Week kicked off last night. Who was there and what sort of statement did it make?
2: So, Vogue World took over Covent Garden last night um, in this really quite um, spectacular way. They took over... The Theatre Drury Lane, where Frozen is normally um, the big show there. So there's normally just surrounded by lots of small little girls wearing Elsa dresses. Um, but they're blocked off all the streets around there. And they had a big huge red carpet with sort of roses everywhere. Sienna Miller was there in this incredible Scaparelli two-piece with her sort of pregnancy bump on show. Obviously, Edward the editor of Vogue and Anna Winter, the editor of American Vogue, were there greeting everybody with Baz Lerman. Jodie Turner-Smith was there, Victoria Beckham, Stormzy, Alexa Chung, kind of every London fashion designer you can think of. It was a very buzzy, starry affair. And Kate Winslet, she was there. I mean, there was endless, endless
3: people. And as part of London Fashion Week, this September's London Fashion Week anyway, I understand Burberry has taken over Bond Street, but also other parts of London Uh, what sort of transformation has Burberry carried out in London
2: so Burberry are so their creative director Daniel Lee is going to show his second collection on Monday and so his first collection which he showed last fashion week is now on sale so Burberry have really kind of painted the town Burberry blue they have taken over Norman's Cafe in Tufnell Park They have turned Bond Street Tube Station into Burberry Street Station for the duration of London Fashion Week. They've also got flags up and all over Bond Street. They're doing sort of sketching and stenciling on the pavements and streets all around London. And then also they've got a Normans food truck, which is going to be on 180 The Strand and at Duke of York Square, serving up sort of chips and eggs with Burberry branding all over it.
3: And in terms of the sort of homegrown and emerging designers, who should we be keeping an eye out for this London Fashion Week?
2: So one of the designers that I'm really excited to see is Sinead O'Dwyer, who is showing tomorrow on Saturday. And she's a really interesting designer in that she is totally changing the way that clothes are kind of created from the from the inception. So she starts all her sampling on a size 24, which is incredibly unusual for any designer to do that. And her collections run, you know, from a size six up to a 30, I believe. So she's really kind of changing that conversation around models and inclusivity and and also just in creating clothes that are designed for different shaped bodies rather than just sizing up from a size six sample, which is what most designers do. And then the hot ticket tomorrow night is gonna be Skeptor's main show, which is his label, which has been dormant for four years. So that is kind of the buzziest front row in theory that should everyone's gonna be piling into that. And then Is She She Hasn't Shown since before the pandemic, he is coming back as well on Monday, which will be I'm sure a really beautiful, exciting
3: show. Let's take a break now. In part two, Victoria explains how designers are adapting to the cost of living crisis.
2: The great thing about London is it's this sort of amazing creative hotbed, and there is that sort of parallel that in tough times, creativity really comes to the fore and they have to be really resourceful.
3: And she discusses just how much London Fashion Week does for the capital.
2: The buzz that London Fashion Week creates for the city, I think that's really important as well. You know, it really underscores are standing as this kind of hugely creative, exciting hub where people want to be.
3: We'll be back after a short break. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile.
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
3: Obviously, this year's September show comes amid an ongoing cost of living crisis, really. How are designers themselves dealing with that?
2: I think especially London is full of really young independent designers who are obviously feeling the impact of that. And especially with Brexit and importing and exporting production in and out of the country. But I think... The great thing about London is it's this sort of amazing creative hotbed. And there is that sort of parallel that in tough times, creativity really comes to the fore. And they have to be really resourceful and they have to kind of find ways to do things. There's a huge amount of designers who use upcycled and recycled materials. So they're not buying into into new fabrics. And the sort of issues around sustainability, I think, in London are really being addressed um, quite presciently. There's brands like Connor Ives, who makes lots of his clothes out of old vintage T-shirts. There's Ancuta Sarkar who creates these incredible heels from old football boots. And, and there's many more as well, who are really just, you know, just being clever and being resourceful and also sort of future-proofing their businesses by thinking about producing and creating in a, in a new, more viable way.
3: Can you put into words, really, just how significant London Fashion Week is to the capital in terms of how it benefits the economy, but also really the city's image.
2: So, you know, the British fashion industry employs nearly 900,000 people and directly contributes around 21 billion pounds to the economy. So in terms of London Fashion Week being a showcase for that, it's incredibly important, you know, economically as, as much as anything. And I think in terms of the buzz that London Fashion Week creates for the city, I think that's really important as well. You know, it really underscores are standing as this kind of hugely creative, exciting hub where people want to be. And I think this Fashion Week, there's about five or six parties tonight on Friday. There's so many things happening, which I think is a real testament to to the importance people hold in the relevance of London. You know, Vogue World was here last night. Tonight, Stephen Meisel is taking over Dover Street Market uh, for his book launch with Linda Evangelista and all the supermodels. Kate Moss is doing a dinner Rita Aura is launching a collection with Primark. Uh, you know, there's endless, endless things happening and launching. And, and just it just kind of shows the attention that this city garners. And, and that's down to the fashion week.
3: Pick up the evening Standard newspaper for more news, interviews and analysis. Or head to standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. Thanks for listening. We're back on Monday afternoon at four o'clock.